Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host Aisha, a pediatric speech and language therapist, mom of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. Why not try our free parenting quiz at www.quranquest.co.uk slash quiz. This week we are talking about being organised and the benefits of being organised as well. Now a really good exercise that I would recommend you all to do because it's December subhanAllah we've entered the final month of the calendar and it's a good time of the year to sort of reflect back on what you've done this year, what you've achieved, what you wanted to achieve and didn't achieve and why you didn't achieve that and just have a few moments to think about it because I think it's really easy when you get to this time of the year to sort of start, you know, the weather's getting cold here in the UK, might not be in other places, but sort of starting to maybe get tired if you've been busy, particularly for the whole year. We've obviously still had the impact of the coronavirus on our lives wherever we are. So it's good just to get a sense of balance in terms of where you are with your life and what you want to do next. And what I do personally and what I would highly recommend you to do is just get a pen and paper and jot down what you did achieve this year and just do it for a month by month basis, right? So you can write from January through to December. It might be something you've achieved in your personal life, what happened with regards to your children's lives, if there was anything in particular that happened to your family as a whole. And it's just a good idea because it allows you to reflect properly. Yeah, and when you can sort of sit down and see what you have and haven't done, then it's easier to plan for what you want to do going forward. So, and another thing is, as you know, we've all got really busy lives and sometimes you forget what you have achieved and you might just be thinking about negative things or what you haven't done and you might be feeling a little bit stressed or overwhelmed with it being the end of the year but actually if you write it down you might realize that you've actually achieved quite a lot even little things which are were significant to you even small milestones you should write them down and you should appreciate and just be happy that alhamdulillah at least I got to do these things even if it wasn't everything right and I'm sure everybody will be pleasantly surprised they might find a list of things that they didn't really think about it could even be you did something in January and completely forgot about it But it's good just to go back and have a look at what you did, um, what you were able to do. So that's the first thing that I'd recommend for everyone to do. And it is something I do myself. And I find it quite helpful and quite therapeutic, actually, just because you're so busy that you do forget a lot of things that you do actually do. Um, And the second thing is, what do you want to achieve in the next 12 months? Now, It's really good to be organized in the sense that just have these goals and we talked about this a little bit in one of the previous podcasts about what you want to do so it doesn't have to be in one particular area of your life it could be or it could just be generally in different areas and just put down a few goals that you want to achieve and think about when you want to achieve them so what would it look like for you next year if you could achieve everything that you want to realistically right it might be something to do with your children's I don't know education it might be a personal goal that you've got for for example I don't know for Quran reading or something it might be 
a job that you really want to secure whatever it is just write down a few things because if you write them down you've got them in front of you and you can work towards them and you can think about all the steps you need in order to be getting there and you can get yourself a little bit more organized now in the first place what is the point of being organized there are a lot of benefits to being organized and I'll just go through some of them today inshallah so actually by being organized it's really good and beneficial for your overall health why because you feel more happier and you feel quite relaxed as well and this means that it reduces stress levels in your life and this in turn can also reduce depression if you look at studies that have looked at this and there's a lot of um you know harms that come with being disorganized just generally i'm not talking about if your room is in a clutter right i'm just i'm talking about generally if your life's disorganized and you don't know if you're coming or going or what's going on and you feel quite overwhelmed so the first thing organization does is reduces stress okay so one thing you can do is think about how you want to organize your day how you want to organize what's going on in your household if you want to involve your children which I highly recommend that you do for example in things like housework if you need to get a timetable get a timetable if you need to get a whiteboard up get a whiteboard up in the house where the family can see just so you can generally know what's going on every day of the week especially if you've got more than one child and you've actually got a lot going on it's really good to be organized in that sense and this reduces stress okay and stress can creep up on us in many forms and sometimes you don't even realize till it's too late until you're so highly stressed you don't know what to do about it okay so one thing that that's one benefit of being organized another thing organization does is helps you sleep better as well um because if you know what you're doing that day and if you've got something going on the next day and you know what you're doing when you go to sleep you can sleep a little bit more um relaxed because you know you already know what you need to do tomorrow and what time you're getting up and the things that you've put into place inshallah so that's another reason why it's important to be organized it also promotes a healthier diet why because sometimes when you haven't had the chance to prepare meals you might order out and often when you order out you might be ordering you know junk food or fast food and if you do that on a very very regular basis just because you're not organized that's going to have an impact on your health as well organization also increases how productive you are at work whether this is formal work you know you're going out to work or whether it's work in the house if you are organized and you've got a nice little workspace even if like I said you're doing that at home it just helps you to get into the right mindset to be able to do that work and also when you're organized it helps improve your um, relationships because um, it's related to your physical lifestyle right and when you're not bothered about being clean and not bothered about being organized it means you won't be bothered about other things as well it sort of has a knock-on effect of the relationship you have with other people for example so that's another reason why it's really good to be organized now how can we be organized an important thing to do is get your priorities in order okay for different people these are different things for example like me personally if my house is a little bit messy I know I have young children that's not gonna make a difference to me personally okay however for some people that's gonna make a huge difference so it depends on in your life what is a priority for you okay what what is it that needs to be done and 
put that thing first or do that thing first when you wake up or at the beginning of the week or at the beginning of the month, depending on what it is that you need to get done, okay? Also, be prepared. What do I mean by be prepared? Be prepared means just have things ready way before you actually need them, okay? So if you need to buy things, don't go out and do it on the last minute. If you know you you need something, and especially if you're a busy person, try and think about it way before then you actually need it. Because if you leave it to the last minute, that'll make you, again, more stressed and feel disorganized. And that'll then impact on you to how you start behaving with those around you because you're stressed and it won't be anything to do with them. It'll just be to do with um, how you're feeling. So that's another reason. Something else you can do is put it down on a calendar. So I've already mentioned either have a shared family calendar or a um, whiteboard in your house where you can just put things that are going to be happening either that day or that week. And I know lots of people use their phones for this, but make sure you put things down so that you know what you're doing. And a really good exercise that I um, read about in, in one of the personal development books that I was reading is that take the things that you need to do the following week and slot them in first so then you can see how much free time you've got so say you've got 10 activities or your children and you have both got 10 activities all together write them in first for the whole week so for the following week and then you'll actually visibly be able to see which spaces you've got free to do other things and that's like a really good way of doing it instead of trying to cram everything in in the first go, put all the important things first in a diary and then look, okay, I've got these time free. So that'll mean you might have time to do um, new things or different things or unplanned things because you know which times you're actually free, okay? Especially when you're quite busy and you've got lots going on. Also know what works for you. So some people like to have things visually, like I've just said. Some people like to have them in their phone. Some people like to write them down. Um, some people like to write them down on a big family calendar hanging in the kitchen. Some people have it in a work diary, whatever works for you. So it, I can't tell you what works for you because it'd be different for different people. Even within my children, one of them loves color coding and sticky notes and it's quite neat like that. Whereas like one of my other children would like to, um, they've got a whiteboard and a pen and they're like writing things down on a weekly basis like that. So it's different for different people whatever helps you and if you work you might want to keep your work diary separate from your home diary I like to keep mine in one place so I know exactly what I'm doing on which day so whatever works for you have it written down so that that'll decrease your stress and it'll just mean that you know you can approach things in a more calm and organized manner of course write everything down even if you've done it it's, there's a lot of research out there about writing you know to-do lists some people wouldn't do this on a daily basis, but you might do it on a monthly basis, a weekly basis. If there's something really urgent that needs to be done, even if it's something you don't like doing and you hate doing, just write it down so that once, you know, you've got some time, you can have a look through at what needs to be doing. You can do it and you can tick it off or maybe it'll take you a few days or a few sessions, a few hours, whatever it is that needs to be doing. If you can write it down and make a to-do list, then you can knock it off your list when you've done it, okay? Um, and that brings me on to my next point, which is to do things in uh, bite-sized chunks. Do things as you can reasonably do them. It might take you one attempt. It might take you a few attempts, but just put them down. Also, 
some days will be really productive, okay? Every single day, you don't need to wake up and go in full force thinking I need to be really productive and get a hundred things done and write things down. No, some days you will feel more productive. Maybe on a Sunday, you know, you're not going to be taking your children to school if you're in the UK or you have a holiday coming up. Plan from ahead and say on that day, I'll get these things done. But it doesn't mean you do them every single day because if you're fairly organised, you will have days where maybe you're feeling ill, things unexpectedly happen, maybe you've got childcare issues, whatever, and you won't be able to get done. But because you're fairly organised, it won't matter, okay? It won't, it's not the end of the world, for example, if you don't do a particular laundry on that day because you do it every single day, it's fine. You need to think about your own self and your mental health and what is um, doable for you and you also need to think about on which days actually you're not feeling up to it because you're not well or you've got too much on or you're particularly highly stressed because maybe you've got something really important going on in your life that's okay that means that you can put that thing on hold because you know that on another day you're going to be a bit more productive and get it done and catch up so obviously don't do that every single day but also be kind to yourself it's not the end of the world if you don't do something on one particular day it's absolutely fine honestly who's gonna know right sometimes we're our own worst enemy when it comes to this some things you can do first thing in the morning some things you can do in the evening right whatever works for you different people have different times of doing things for example cleaning your kitchen I know some people like to do it first thing in the morning some people like to do it last thing in the night when the kids are in bed or they're not in the way or everybody's finished using it. So you know what times are better for you. But if you get into some sort of routine that'll help with your organisation, you should try and make it fun. Um, obviously, some people might find housework and organisational things fun. I personally don't, but you know, it's something that needs to be done. So you can make it fun. You can, you know, you can invest in nice colourful storage boxes, whatever you need to do, but also get your kids involved. So in, in our family, we do get all our children involved. Give them their own little chores to do. Give them their own laundry to do, their own laundry basket. You'd be surprised what children can do, even from a really young age. So if you change people's habits and get everybody to just do a little bit, then that means you're not doing absolutely everything. And you definitely shouldn't be doing absolutely everything in the first place. So even from quite a young age, Children can be taught to do little things like keeping their own rooms clean or just putting away their toys when they've played. It's good that if your house is a certain level of mess because it means that people obviously are living in it, right? And if the children's toys are out, I mean, that's okay because it means the children are happy and they're playing with the toys and they're enjoying themselves, which is what you want them to do. But equally, when they're finished, you want somebody to have a sense of responsibility that they've got to start putting them away. And in the beginning, you'll have to keep reminding them and guiding them. But once you do it all the time, that'll become a norm and you can have little charts for this and um, all sorts of things to help you but you can make it you can introduce an element of fun to it and shared responsibility between everyone so that at least the big tasks or the daily tasks are being shared by the family so it's not all coming down to one person use time wisely okay if you can cook meals in advance cook them in advance another thing is unsubscribe from things that you don't need so how many of us are subscribed to mailing lists, for example, or get letters in the post or, you know, we watch things because you're subscribed to a channel and you just do it out of habit, not because you need to. So if there's things that you can cut out in your life that you don't need, 
and they are consuming your time and they are wasting your time, get rid of them. Just choose one thing that you don't need to do and then stop doing it because that will free up time to do things that you need to do. Okay, so if there's things that you are um, doing and you are subscribed to that you that don't necessarily bring any benefit to your life, just get rid of them. So that's another thing that you can do inshallah and then there's loads of little sort of practical things that you can do and i'm not going to go into detail because as i said it's different for different people and there's lots and lots of resources available both online and in other places you, know, you can ask people you can talk to people whatever works for them but my point is to get into a mindset from now because it is december it is the end of the calendar year and start thinking about next year and what you might want to do and then think about how you can get organized and how you can maybe free up some time maybe you want to do something completely new that you've not done yet or maybe there's something that you have been doing and you haven't been able to give time to it particularly or maybe there's something that you need to give more time to so you need to be able to be organized from now inshallah so going into the new year you're going with a fresh mindset that i am going to be able to do this and on that note something that i created a while back was a quran study guide just to break up quran reading for people in manageable doable um sessions regularly so i'll be emailing that out to my email list at some point in the next couple of weeks inshallah so look out for that in your inboxes and that's all for this week. I hope you found this week's podcast useful. I'll see you on the next one, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.